Welcome back, everybody, to this special bonus edition. We call it Lively Extra. Let's reset the panel. Lisa Pelosi and Scott McKay and Mike Marcello, nice to have you back because 30 minutes is just not enough. Scott, we were talking a little bit about the end of the show. Let's, let's assume the Senate stays Republican. Uh, I got to think that Mitch McConnell's, most of these guys were so scared of Donald Trump that they were worried to do anything outside of the margins. These people are also worried about their legacy. I wonder if you do have Joe Biden as president, what you see in terms of some of those, you know, partisan divides. They'll still be there a little bit, but what do you see going forward in terms of actually being able to get some business done? I don't know. You know, there's some huge divisions there. Uh, one of the things that might happen is the Republicans may rediscover a budget hawkishness. Now, let's face it, you know, Republicans have never been pushing federal deficits. The rhetoric for years was we're the party of small government. And all of a sudden that went way out the window under Trump. But still, there's a level of division in the country that's so large that I'm not sure you can bring this stuff together. I mean, you've got people who represent the fossil fuel industry, people from Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, versus people who really are more worried about climate change. Oh, there's some deep fundamental issues in this country that really divide people. And I, I think they're going to be hard to paper that over. Mike? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that, uh, I think without Trump there, the White House bang, you know, bang, uh, banging and criticizing them on tweets, I think they'll get a little bit more courage. I think the Republican Party needs to get back to the small government, the. Uh, you know, I, I like it when the Republican Party, you know, worried about federal spending and what th things like that. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's obvious. Obviously, the Senate is the majority has got a little smaller, but, you know, they, they got to start working together for the benefit of the American people. I think we, this has been a tiring four years for, for a lot of different reasons, not only for, for Trump. And I think, you know, that the Republican Party lost its way a little bit. And, and you know, kudos to those senators like Mitt Romney and whatnot who are willing to speak up. Um, you know, that really is, I think, the, the, the Republican Party has to really decide what its future is going to be because, um, again, uh, it, I just believe with Trump at the top, uh, it just was too divisive. And they really could, they were afraid to get anything. They were afraid to compromise. Compromise became a bad word. And, you know, the, the country was founded on compromise. And I think we've got to get back to that. And, you know, the Democrats have to realize that, too. They're not going to get their way 100 percent of the time, even with the White House and the House. I mean, let's, let's not forget, it's only like in March or January, February, let's get, we, we're in the middle of impeachment. I mean, that, that it's crazy. It's just crazy how far, you know, we've gone. They've got to get back to governing, just get back to doing some good for the American people. That's a, that's a nice thing to say. And I think, hopefully, if Biden's in the White House, that he will try to work with people like perhaps Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, the people who aren't just part of the Trump cult in the Republican Party. You know, Romney was a pretty good governor of Massachusetts and he made a lot of compromises. He worked with Ted Kennedy uh, to put together what was the underpinning of Obamacare, frankly. Individual mandate, Christy Ferguson, I think Lisa knows all of these people pretty well. So hopefully we can do that, but I'm not putting a lot of money on it. There are still some rather large divisions in this society, and it gets reflected, unfortunately, in our politics. Well, you know, whoever wins, there's two things that we have to focus on. We have to get through the COVID crisis that we're going through, 
and we have to start building the economy back. So, you know, we have to remember at the beginning of this year, we were at record low unemployment and the, and the economy was doing extraordinary well. And then the pandemic happened. So as in terms of saving money or, or being more fiscally responsible as a Republican, yes, I agree with that. But also I see the need for the stimulus aid that we've had to do to help people get through this year. And it looks like if we have that second wave of COVID happening through the winter, we need, especially in Rhode Island, we need to have that money available to help industries like hospitality and our tourism, you know, just stay in place so they can next year come back up and start doing well again. I agree with that. I mean, I, you know, I work in Providence every day and it's, it's like night and day. There's no one down here. The restaurants are empty. It's, you know, there, there are a lot of people who work in the restaurant industry and the hospitality industry in Rhode Island. And we need to get that back that, you know, those are, those are good paying jobs that families need to be supported. Um, hopefully we can get something done with that. Scott, what do you see about, uh, the, you know, everybody's been talking about this stimulus that keeps getting put off. And we talked about it in the in the main show about Rhode Island and trying to balance the budget. They've got to do something at some point. But I wonder if, if Joe Biden is declared the winner, whether anything gets done before the new Congress. And then, and then you're, you know, then you're into January and you got people who got to pay their bills. That's true. And it depends what the transition looks like. What is Trump's, you know... Is he going all scorched earth or will he try to, you know, I mean, one of the problems is what does the lame duck president do and how is he going to work with these folks and how is he going to work with Biden on the transition? I think there's people around him who, for their own reasons and for their own legacies and because they'll all be getting their resumes out there who probably want this done in a reasonable manner. But who knows with President Trump what's going to happen? I think uh, between now and Christmas, and then, of course, into January 20th, there'll be a runoff election in Georgia. Boy, don't you feel sorry for those people? All the television yeah. ads, instead of having the holiday uh, songs and the Christmas <laughs> carols that we all love, they have a January 5th runoff election. They're going to be assaulted by political commercials. So. Politics isn't going to end right away, and that's one of the things that I think we're going to see in the next few weeks, uh, uh, just how crazy is the president going to be? What's his attitude going to be? We'll yeah. See. All right. For, uh, for, uh, Lisa, you want the final word on this? What are you hoping for going into the new year? Well, um, um, resolution, it'd be great to know by, you know, January 1 who our new president is. <laughs> you think? You know, to get there. And then whoever it is, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, and we just can't have you know the repeat of the past four years and the next four years going forward. Okay, folks, thank you again for joining us for this bonus segment, Lively Extra, when 30 minutes is not enough. Again, thank you, Lisa Pelosi, Scott McKay, and Mike Marcello. Join us back here, folks, next week. You never know what's gonna happen over the next week, but we will have it covered online.